Blog Talk Radio. You have tuned in to the Sports Docket with Ace Man and the Cross. The best sports radio show on Blog Talk Radio. Coming up next on the Sports Docket, Ace Man and the Cross run down the NFC Conference game as the Giants are one step away from Super Bowl 42. That's coming up next on the Docket. of the Sports Docket here on Blog Talk Radio with Jason and the Quad. And for Wednesday, January 16th, our first show of 2008, thank everybody for tuning in. And I'm Ethan Quasman. And I'm Steve Ackerman, the eighth man. Uh, we got a great show for you guys tonight. We'll talk a lot about the New York Giants and their great runs up on the 2007-2008 postseason. We'll also talk some hockey, and uh, we'll take your phone calls. Of course, our number is one six four six four seven eight five one one eight. That's one six four six four seven eight five one one eight. We'll take your calls the entire night. And uh, Ethan, looking forward to a nice show here. And your Giants, congratulations! You guys have a huge game this weekend at Lambeau Field in the frozen tundra. Yeah, finally, you know, all suffering Giants fans, we get our due. The Giants. Uh, with nine straight road wins now, uh, they're going to the game in Green Bay. And you know what, before we get into anything else, what's really ironic about both of these conference games, uh, the Chargers and the Patriots and the Giants and the Packers, is that both of these games are rematches of Week 2 games. So that's kind of interesting. But anyway, um, uh, the Giants, of course, um, upset the Cowboys with that uh, the victory over the weekend. Uh at Texas Stadium in front of all those Cowboy fans. And uh, Eli Manning with, uh, of course, that big drive in the, um, leading into halftime, uh, which I believe was like 67 seconds left in the, uh, in the quarter. And, and he somehow uh, he orchestrated the drive, uh, a pass to Monty Toomer, which, um, gave the, which tied the game at 17. And, of course, the Giants would win it. Um, yeah, I but mean, again, huge, uh, huge win for the Giants. <laughs> What? Huge win for the Giants. I mean, uh, in Dallas, uh, Dallas dominated them the entire year, you know. The first game, of course, 40, it was like 45, 35, something like that. Second and, game was uh, first, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, they, and then the second game, it was at the Meadowlands. Of course, T.O. Uh, dominated both games. And then the Giants made him cry after this game, of course. Yeah, the, the Giants sure didn't, sure didn't make T.O. cry. We got a sound by that for you. Uh, Terrell Owens, after the game, had this to say. guys can point the finger at him. You, you can talk about the vacation. And if you do that, it's really unfair. It's really unfair. That's my team. Cry, baby. It's my quarterback. And if you guys do that, man, it's unfair. We lost to the team. Wow. We lost to the team, man. Said. Your thoughts, Steve? I, I, I love it. T.O. is always... people were talking about that, of course. Yeah, Terrell Owens, uh, not much of a game. He had a, he didn't even get a, even 100 um, yards. Of course, he was on that bum ankle. Uh, but again, um, the Giants stepping up in every way, and then, of course, ending with their dramatic interception by R.W. McQuarters at the end of the game, putting it away and putting the Cowboys... Uh, Second straight season, the Cowboys eliminated from the playoffs. They still not won a postseason game since '97. And for the Giants, this was improbable. I mean, people doubted them uh, to win against the Bucks 
and almost everybody Dallas went against uh, Dallas. I know you picked Dallas to win this game. Yeah, I thought uh, Dallas was going to win uh, by a, a little bit, too. I mean, uh, I thought they were going to win by at least, you know, 7 to 10 points. I mean, uh, I thought they were just overall a better team than the Giants. I thought they had, you know, a better uh, play at the offensive line, the defensive line, and um, better, you know, quarterback play. But I guess uh, Eli Manning is coming into his own in the 2008 season. You know what? The end of the season was very indicative of the Dallas Cowboys in this game. And the Cowboys, they really struggled down the stretch. I mean, losses to Washington uh, down the stretch of the season. I think lost to the Redskins. I think the Eagles as well, they also lost uh, down the stretch. So um, the Giants took advantage the of the Cowboys. Uh, I mean... I mean, a lot of people, uh, right after, the, of course, the New England game, the Giants versus New England game, they criticized Tom Coughlin for uh, playing his starters, but it looks like it, that move paid off by a lot. And, yeah, uh, I mean, just, yeah, I mean, that move, I mean, it gave the Giants a lot of momentum entering the postseason, and uh, it looks like they've, uh, you know, used that as a confidence booster. They're playing their best football of the season right now when it counts the most. The Giants are definitely a team of destiny. No question about that. Uh, uh, the Giants are the first team uh, to advance to the no. Last, the Giants are the first NFC team to start 0-2 and advance to the uh, NFC Conference uh, Championship. So that's pretty remarkable at that. And again, we're going to get into the game with the Packers and our NFL picks later on, which between me and Steven is getting pretty heated up. Now you can check out our our, our entire NFL picks for the whole season over at our page. Um, again. Uh, it's a very close thing. race. We're going to have to make our picks, of course, for this weekend's game and tell you why we uh, think that team's going to win. Yes, no question about that is, of course, the Chargers. Uh, Chargers are also an improbable win over the other Manning, um, Peyton Manning. Uh, the Chargers, um, even now, Phillip Rivers, somehow, as well as they were able to get that win. So we'll get into that as well. Later on, but Chargers, I mean, what what a what a win for that franchise over the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Chargers lost Ladainian Tomlinson in the second quarter to a knee injury. Lost uh, Rivers. They lost Philip Rivers uh, also to a leg injury. Uh, when he was actually uh, he actually got that injury on a long touchdown pass, um, which was to the backup running back Darren Sproles. Uh, but yeah, they found a way to win. They persevered, and the Indianapolis Colts they choked. Yeah, they definitely I mean, sure did. Choke. Want, Say what you want, but it's looking like uh, these long layoffs are starting to affect teams more and more. And uh, yeah, sure for reason why, I don't quite know. Well, Cowboys, we can po- I mean, you can point fingers at <laughs> Romo is a uh, favorite since Jessica Simpson, but not going to into that. Um, but again, yeah. uh, we'll get into the game with the Packers. I mean, there's a lot um, of factors that will affect the giant chances of winning at the Packers. It's not just, I mean, of course, you can take a big factor at the weather, which is going to be below freezing. I mean, you saw the size of those snowflakes on uh, in Green Bay. Oh uh, yeah, I well, I was walking with somebody today, and they are uh, telling me that you know it might be uh, less than ten degrees in Green Bay for that game, and the wind chill may be under zero. So I mean, that's going to be a tough game for the Giants. The you know Green Bay's in their elements, the Giants have to persevere and fight through it. Yeah, we're definitely going to see about that. Um, yeah, and as as we were saying again, I mean, there's going to be a lot of factors going into this game. Against the Packers, um, look at Ryan Grant, uh, who had a huge game against the Seahawks in 200, 201 rushing yards in that game. Uh, you also look at the safeties um, and, and Bigby and Nick Collins. Um, will, the, will the Giants uh, be able to run against uh, those those type of guys, which have been um, on their game all season long? And uh, we'll see what happens if Manning playing in probably the worst weather he's ever been playing in his life. Uh, We'll see what happens. We'll definitely see what happens uh, with Eli Manning, see if he can continue this hot streak. Uh, The Packers have been uh, one of the best teams, the most consistent teams of the entire season in the uh, National Football Conference, the NFC. But uh, we'll see how the Packers do. And the Packers, uh, it's a scary thing that Brett Favre almost retired uh, at the end of last season, decided to come back with a young team, uh, thinking that they would be rebuilding maybe, and it might take a couple of years, but they've uh, matured quickly as a team. They're one of the youngest teams in the NFL, but also one of the best. They sure are, and that's why they won the NFC North, and uh, that's why they dominated the Seahawks. I mean, every part of the game, Mike Holmgren uh, was making mistakes left and right in that game. The Packers took advantage. Brett Favre had another career game. Uh, and Donald Driver, a couple of big passes, and of course Ryan Grant in the running game, 
ran like uh, the snow was not really there. I mean, it was just unbelievable uh, what, what went on. So, again, the yeah, Giants are uh, going to have a tough test uh, with Green Bay. They got they got mauled. Uh, Green Bay, I, I point that Green Bay had the second-worst loss of the season, a 35-13 game in Week 2. Of course, they lost 41-17 to the Vikings, but they're done. Uh, but we'll see what happens in Green Bay. I mean, that's going to be a, a rough game from all points of the perspective, but, you know, we'll see what happens. But then again, you can call into our show. Yeah, of course you can call in. One six four six four seven eight five one one eight. This is our uh, what is that twenty seventh episode and first of two thousand eight. So we're glad to be back on the air and uh, taking your phone calls and anything. We're well, definitely a big topic. Of course, is going to be the Giants, which I'm pumped up about. A big game uh, against the Packers, six thirty on Fox. Uh, it's coming up. Uh, on Sunday, and then of course you have the one o'clock game, um, the another three o'clock game right, in, on, on CBS uh, with the Chargers and the Patriots. And we'll be making our picks uh, later on um, in the show. So again, you can call in and uh, share your thoughts on that. Yeah, we will make our picks, of course, later in the show in a segment coming up. Uh, just want to give everybody uh, some hockey updates from tonight. Uh, yeah, the Rangers and the Buffalo Sabres—they're tied one to one. They're tied one one right now in the uh, second period. Uh, Brandon Dubinsky with the first pick for the Rangers. And uh, the Sabres the leading Devils in the second. The Islanders are leading the Devils 2-0 in the second period. 9.50 remaining at the Rocket, New Jersey. The Devils are on a hot streak right now, but that may be in jeopardy. Okay. Um, and, of course, the Knicks are on a hot streak. We'll get them later. The Knicks have won two in a row. The Knicks That's won right. two games in a row. It's a miracle. Is it a miracle? I mean, the Knicks miracle have not lost. Can't it's happen. So the Giants won. Uh, last night, you know, David Wright was at the game. The uh, Knicks went over the uh, Washington Wizards last night, but he was the most popular guy in the, st- in the, uh, in the stands because um, R.W. McQuarters uh, made an appearance there as well as Brandon Jacobs. So, again, um, we'll see what happens with that. But, uh, again, we're going um, to be taking a break, and then we're going to come right back in the sports pocket with the NFL pick. For the uh, conference rounds, the NFC and AFC conference rounds, NFL picks going to heat it up on the sports docket. You are listening to Ace Man and the Quas. The phone number to call in is 1-646-478-5118. That's 1-646-478-5118. If you have a question and you would not like to come on the air, you can contact Ace Man at MetsFanatic910 at AOL.com. That's MetsFanatic910. And you can contact the Quas at quaster06 at AOL. If you would like to advertise at this spot, please contact us at one of those two screen names. Now, back to the show. The Drive to Super Bowl 42 is brought to you by the Sports Docket. With Ace Man and the Cross. They have picked five games each week. And they're getting you set for the NFL postseason. Coming up next, their picks. On the docket. And welcome back to the Sports Docket. This is your edition of the NFL Tips for the, for the Championship Round. Final four in the NFL, the NFC Conference and the AFC Conference. First, let's run down the standings. And we'll get to that right now. Okay, well, last week, uh, Stephen, you... Uh, uh, your two picks, your two wins were Green Bay and New England. You went two and two. Uh, yes, I won the Saturday games. And I lost the Sunday games. Yes, you were perfect on Saturday, and you didn't win anything on Sunday. Uh, uh, well, uh, since we started the show talking about the Giants, uh, I guess we can start the AFC Championship game, right? Well, yeah. Your record is forty-eight and twenty-five, and I'm coming in. I was three and one last week. Uh, I got wins with Green Bay, New England, and the Giants. Only well, lost. Your only mistake was the Colts. My only loss was with the Colts. I'm 47 and 26. So with three picks, and actually there is a uh, a catch now with our picks. There's a um, a prize. Um, mm. 
So, yeah, there is. Um, but um, as we said before, so my record is 47-26. I trail you by one game. with yeah, three to so play. Yeah, NFL picks, of course. Uh, we will uh, pick uh, this weekend's uh, AFC Championship game and NFC Championship game. And also in a couple of weeks, uh, when the Super Bowl comes around, we'll have a special on that, too. We'll have a lot of coverage for the Super Bowl, especially if the Giants are in it. Yeah, All right, the first game this weekend is the early game, uh, 3 o'clock on CBS, I believe. Is the AFC Championship game, the New uh, New England Patriots hosting uh, the San Diego Chargers at uh, Gillette Stadium. New England uh, is 17 and 0 season on the line against the Chargers team that may be uh, a lot of key guys out. So, uh, Ethan, I'll ask uh, for your thoughts on this game, who you think will win and why. Well, you know, I'm, New England hasn't lost yet. They're 17 and 0. I'm going to keep them there. Uh, I, I think that, uh, no, I think they're going to roll the dice. Um, I think, you know, uh, we saw, you know, even though Jacksonville did a little late drive against uh, New England the last time around, I, I've still seen New England coming out here and uh, being San Diego. First of all, San Diego, I mean, they're not going to be playing in their, in, in their, in their condition that they're used to. Uh, they played a much better condition in Indianapolis. They're going to be playing in pretty cold conditions in New England. Uh, who knows if Tomlinson's going to play? Um, who knows if Bola can do what, what, do what Rivers can do? Um, I think New England's defense is going to is going to hold uh, San Diego down in this game. And I I, I, re- I can't see the Chargers winning this game as much as uh, I would like the Giants to face a better team heading to Super Bowl. Um, I mean, a worse team than New England. Uh, I still, I can't see uh, a victory coming out of San Diego. I think New England's going to run all over them. I'm, I'm guessing the final score, um, 34-17 New England. Uh, yes, uh, I, I, I agree with you. I think, um, okay, I, I think New England's going to win, too. I think it's going to be fairly easy for them. I mean, the Chargers, as much as I'd like to see them win, uh, I just think they have uh, you know, too many injuries right now. I think New England's just going to be too much for them. Uh, New England, Tom Brady, you know, uh, Tom Brady, Randy Moss, you know, they just have, they have too many weapons. Uh, their defense is great. And, I mean, the Chargers, I would say their only chance is if uh, somehow Antonio Cromartie, if he can uh, stay one-on-one on Randy Moss, if he can cut Randy Moss, and if uh, they, they can get a pass rush on Tom Brady, I would say that's their only chance. But for them to have any chance at all in this game, they have to do those two things, and they also need a healthy Damian Tomlinson and a healthy... Uh, and also healthy Antonio Gates, which is uh, all that have to happen, and they likely won't. So I'll go with the New England Patriots. There's no question, a healthy it LT is a necessity for Chargers to come out flying this game. I mean, we did, we did see, uh, I mean, they got a lot of deceptions last week against uh, the Peyton Manning squad. I mean, they, uh, they did impress me. Uh, I, I never expected them to uh, beat Annapolis. But again, New England... Um, I thought Indianapolis would be the perfect matchup for New England, especially the way they play them um, in, in the middle of the season. Um, uh, Ethan, uh, we do have a phone call on the line right now, but uh, we'll just, uh, just uh, whoever it is, just hold on the line for a second. Yeah, we'll uh, put you on. Don't worry. We'll, we'll take your phone big call game. Uh, right after our NFL pick segment. Uh, with that, that let's is... get to the NFC Championship game. Uh, of course, so what's, the, uh, what's, what's the pick of the score between New England and Indianapolis? What's your uh, score, final score? Um, the for New England San Diego is going to be, I think, uh, New England win uh, 37 to 20. Pretty much anything I had, like I think 34 17. Yeah, I think New England will get a. I think it'll start out a little sluggish for New England. I think San Diego will have a decent start, but uh, by the second half, New England I think will be too overpowering. All right, uh, this now let's get to the NFC Championship game. We have uh, the Green Bay Packers hosting the New York Giants at Lambeau Field. We're expecting uh, temperatures of about 4 or 5 degrees in this game uh, with wind chills and maybe some snow. So the weather conditions uh, favor the Packers. But, Ethan, will the Packers win this game? Um, no, if I, if I wasn't a uh, Giants fan, you know, I might somehow pick the Packers in this game. So uh, let me get this straight one second. Uh, your head uh, says the Packers, your heart says the Giants. No, I really, my heart is with my head and heart of the Giants. They hit, well, hit my five feet the same. What the Giants got to do is they got to see Michael Strahan get the seven same task, the seven eight tackle that he got against Romo. He got a double die against Far. He got to be the Giants got to have the same aggressiveness. Um, you know when um, when Brett Favre's going to the pocket, you know with those squeeze passes. Um, 
the Giants uh, defensive line has got to be all over him, the same way they were with Tony Romo. Second thing, uh, the Giants have got to watch you know, the back side of the football. Ryan Grant, you know, even though uh, he might not possess the same scariness that other running backs do, he did have a huge game against Seattle, uh, three touchdowns and 201 rushing yards. The Giants got to watch out for him. Uh, the lineman has got to be ready uh, to fill the holes um, you know, down the sideline where um, Ryan Grant's going to be taking advantage of them. So the, the Giants are good against the run, um, against a team that doesn't run so well in Dallas, um, and same thing in Tampa Bay. But Ryan Grant is, is going to be dangerous, especially in the snow. Um, the next thing is the Giants got to watch out for the safeties in this game. So I talked about Nick Collins and Adrian and, and Dixie before. Uh, they're, they're extremely aggressive players, um, and, the, and as the Packers like to say, they play physical. So, uh, uh, hello? Yeah, Hi, well, I'm going to go, um, of course, I'm going to go with the Packers in this game. I think, uh, well, it's not going to be easy, but I think uh, the Packers will win uh, pretty handily in this game, if that's the word to use there. Um, I like, uh, you know, I think it's Brett Favre's year. I mean, they've just had a great year the entire year. Uh, the the Packers uh they didn't have a running game it's towards the beginning of the season, but now with the Ryan Grant you know getting over 200 yards last week, and uh, with the uh, the emergence of uh, Greg Jennings and a couple of their younger players like Greg Jennings, Don Lee, uh, Ryan Grant this team overall is is very good right now. They got a great defense led by AJ Hawk or Aaron Campman, and, and also, uh, Steven, Mike McCarthy appears to be uh coaching this team heading them in the right direction. I think. Uh, awesome. Eli Manning's playing uh, very good, but I think eventually uh, when it comes down to uh, throwing the ball late in the game, which I think he'll have to do, I think uh, he'll finally uh, start making a, a few mistakes. I like and the also, Packers, not by a lot, but I think the Packers will take care of this. What score are you picking, Packers Giants? Uh, I'm going to take uh, Green Bay 26, Giants 21. Well, I, I actually... Close. Well, in order for the Giants to win this game, they really they can't afford to make any the mistakes. Giants, I mean, even um, need to uh, have a, a, an effective run game, and they're going to need to play. They're going to need to make a play on either defense or special teams. If uh, the way I see the Giants winning this game, if they could get a, 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 a very good pass rush the entire game on the Packers, if uh, Human Yura, Strahan, Justin Tuck, those guys can get pressure consistently, which they they're definitely capable of. If they can uh, make Brett Favre uh, have to make quick decisions and make him throw to tight areas, Brett Favre is one of those quarterbacks who can make mistakes occasionally. And he does throw a, a few interceptions time to time. The Giants make him play defensively and change this game around. That's the way that I think they can win. But yeah, and Justin Tuck is going to be a uh, big factor at the defensive end against the run of Ryan Grant. So Okay, uh, Giants- well, uh, Ethan, um, well, I want to get more into this game, but we have we do have a call online. I just want to take that call. Um, oh, so we'll take a call. number. So, uh, okay. well, number, 993. Uh, hello, uh, who, what's your name and where are you calling from? Hi, uh, my name is Chris Shihada. Hey, Chris, what's up? What's up? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just uh, calling to say that the uh, ace man over here uh, kind of has no idea what he's talking about. All right, so what, what, what do you think? Where am I wrong? Uh, yeah, the G-men are going to stop. <laughs> Stomp Green Bay, sir. Uh, so, uh, how do you think the Giants can win this game, Chris? Uh, well, I think they're gonna kill Brett Favre and uh, Ryan Grant. How's that? Well, uh, Michael Strand's gonna hit him so hard in the first quarter, his head's gonna come flying off, and then they're gonna have to bring up what? That'll happen, sure. Well, let's think realistically yeah. here. Uh, that's realistic. You saying I'm not realistic? No, you are realistic. So Chris, uh, the so Chris, uh, just want to go off topic a little. How your Islanders playing tonight? They're playing good game tonight. Oh yeah, they're, play, uh, they're playing great. They're up two nothing right now. So uh, yeah, and the Rangers kind of, you know. So the Quats, how are your Devils doing right now? Uh, not, not too good. good. Not too good, right? right now. They do have control of first, so we're not gonna argue that. Chris, what about uh, the uh, Devils in first place, Chris? Well, uh. Yeah, well, the Islanders got their number this year. They're beating them five out of five times, so uh, we'll yeah, see what happens. does have a point there, yeah. head-to-head, Metro Ice standings. He Maybe you guys should point. take me on the radio show and fire the ace man. I don't uh, think that's going to happen. That's possible. 
All right, Chris, thank you much for the call. And uh, Chris, I'll see you in Spanish class tomorrow. Thanks for calling. Okay. In. No, you won't. All right. No, Let's you won't. Out. Later. All right, again, so I'm um, not in the middle of our subject. But again, getting back to the Giants game, I am foreseeing a shootout. I'm actually uh, um, this uh, type of offense that the, um, the Packers orchestrated, kind of like a West Coast offense. Brett Favre was explosive from the pocket, but I think Manny, you're finally going to see him uh, have that kind of game that he had in week one. And that never really saw him. I mean, last week, 12 out of 18, 163 yards, a couple of touchdowns. Um, I think we're going to see um, much more than that uh, in Green Bay. I, I know about all the weather issues, but I think he's going to come to play. And I think it's going to be Giants 37, Packers 34. Call me an idiot, but that's my pick. 37-34, uh, mark it down. Final Giants over the Packers. That's that would be a great finish. And uh, so let's see, uh, your Super Bowl is going to be uh, Giants, Giants versus New England. So yeah, rematch, rematch week, week 17. 17. And uh, my Super Bowl is the Green Bay Packers against the New England Patriots. Yeah, so we'll definitely uh, see what happens. We will. And uh, by Monday morning, uh, we'll know who's going to be in the Super Bowl. Could it be the Giants? I'm kind. I'm kind of going to root for the Giants. I'm not sure, but I guess yeah, I will. Also, another issue that's really concerned me is, is why do they have these one and a half hour pregame shows for these football show for the uh, football games? I, I never understood that. Uh, I I don't know about that. Maybe, maybe not. Anyway, um, I mean, the Giants, I mean, the condition is going to be below freezing. So the Giants are going to need to play this game really smart because the Packers make very few mistakes, as you saw last week, uh, against the Seahawks. And the Giants are going to have to be pretty much play the same flawless. So we'll see what happens with that. And again, I will... I think uh, we've talked enough football for one show. Um, I guess we can take a quick little commercial break right now. Uh, we'll come back. We'll uh, talk some NHL, some sure. New York Knicks, New Jersey Nets, and all the this. Hello, Mets fans. Are you looking for a show that covers the Mets inside and out? Then there's a show for you. The Seven Train Shea Mets Radio Show on Blog Talk Radio. Join Matt, Greg, Mike, and special guests all season long with inside analysis on games, news, rumors, the minor leagues, and more. Post your opinion or ask a question by calling into the show. The show is on every Saturday at 1.30. For the latest Mets news, rumors, opinions, and show schedules, visit our website at www.7trainshade.blogspot.com. For Mets fans, by Mets fans, it's the 7 Train Shade Radio Show. And welcome back to the Sports Docket for Wednesday night. Thank you for tuning in. We'll take you up to American Idol coming up. Well, it's, it's already in progress. But it's, it's uh, the second half of American Idol, 9 and 10. It's in Dallas, the same place where the Giants uh, took care of business. Giants straight road win. Yep. Uh, of course, American Idol started uh, season number seven last night. That's uh, one of the most successful uh, broadcast shows on television today. Yep, they, they get great ratings. They get sure better ratings than the NHL. <laughs> well, that's a given. Ten times better. So, Ethan, you were telling me before the show uh, you ran into an old friend. Yes, I did. Um, maybe don't, maybe don't know, but he was um, a teacher you can never forget. I had him in. Uh, Junior High, like back at the Bay Academy. His name is uh, Mr. Storm. Mr. What? Storm. Me and Quas. Yes, he is uh, he, he's an interesting guy. He uh, kind of has like a, a Ric Flair. Uh, well, he looks just like Ric Flair. Just like Ric Flair, definitely. No question about that. But yes, uh, we did. Um, I did see him, and uh, great to see him again. He's also a big Rangers fan. And the Rangers right now playing in Buffalo, Orchard Park, New York. Oh, oh MSG. No, it's MSG. The Rangers are playing at the Garden I, I, right I, now against Buffalo. Uh, well, I, they're winning two to one. But I was thinking uh, yeah, about Orchard Park because the Devils play there like so often. Like, the Devils. Yeah, played, the Rangers are up two to one right now over the Buffalo Sabers, and the Devils have played the Sabers three times this season, and they've all won in shootouts. So that's the, the Devils, of course, in first place right now. They're looking pretty. But, again, they're troubled against the Islanders. Again, that's not really a big deal, um, considering 
and the Devils are ahead of them by six points. But uh, Devils right now, 55 points, tied with Pittsburgh. Again, that race heating up. The Penguins have been enormously hot of late. Of course, uh, Malkin with a hat trick against the uh, Rangers the other day. Uh, Crosby with two assists. That was an awful uh, game for the Rangers. Yeah, that was terrible. Lundqvist didn't make the All-Star game for the sole fact that, you know, he's been inconsistent of late, enormously inconsistent. Um, he could have made the All-Star game, both DiPietro and Brodeur made it, but not so much for Lundqvist. So, uh, I mean, you know, Lundqvist just blew his chance basically in the, in the uh, last two or three weeks. The, Rangers are fairly the whole Rangers you know, team has been just terrible in 2008. They've been terrible yeah, right. the past few weeks of 2007. Uh, they're just not playing consistent hockey throughout almost the entire year. They had maybe one long, sustained streak of good hockey. I mean, they've had well, good sure. games here and there, but overall their play has not been up to par and not good enough to be uh, a team that could go deep into the playoffs and maybe make the playoffs at all. They're really struggling right now. Well, again, you can call into our program, one six four six four seven eight five zero one, and share your thoughts on the big Giants passes game, the NFC Championship. Who would have thunk it when Giants are 0-2 but they've won nine road games since uh, they went uh, down the stretch of the year 10 and 4. Yeah, that's, sure. the, that's, that's the one really incredible thing about this giant team is that uh, they lost their first game on the road against Dallas, of course, the first game in the 2007 uh, 2008 season. And while they've been a very spotty a team at, um, at, of course, the Meadowlands, uh, they have been just an incredible team on the road. It's, it's really unbelievable. Yeah, it's uh, amazing how they. I mean, nine straight wins on the road, including uh, two in the postseason now. I mean, it's just hitting on all cylinders on the road. And uh, for some reason, they play with, like, uh, with less stress in their game. They play with uh, less, um, how, how would you say this, uh, less, um, well, I, I wouldn't really know how to say pressure. this. I mean, they just play looser on the road. No, no, well, not really loose, but actually Michael Strahan and Antonio Pierce kind of, they kind of nailed it on the head when they said, you know, uh, when the crowd starts booing them, it kind of gets into their skin. And they kind of, you know, they, they ride off that. And that's been doing all season. It, 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 the, the opposing crowds have seemed to down the Giants, you know, pumped up for the game. And Tom Coughlin's writing this, um, this shut up and play attitude. There's no quit. This team doesn't quit all season long. They, they never quit. You see, the Packers, they didn't quit, even when the Packers had the. I mean, the Patriots, my bad. You know, the 22 unanswered points. The Giants team is a no-quit team. They're all season long. They haven't quit. Uh, maybe against the Vikings game, Target, yeah, they didn't uh, play well there. But uh, every other game, they've just been in every game. And, you know, uh, there's just something about the uh, the role that really energizes the team. And they go into it thinking, that, oh, we can, we can win this game no matter what anybody says. No, I'm not sure who it was. I think Antonio Pierce got a little bit fiery after the game saying, you know, we told you we were going to win, you know, told you so. So, again, uh, the Giants team is not quit, and uh, and they seem to the, the road kind of energizes them. So, basically what my perspective is there. But, yeah. yeah, definitely. Uh, and uh, just, uh, you want to, well, uh, baseball, of course, spring training is uh, just about a month away right now until pitchers yeah, and catchers. Yeah, I think I the Until uh, pitchers and catchers report. And uh, one thing is uh, surely not for certain, uh, is uh, which team will Johan Santana play on next year? Um, I mean, this is absolutely, uh, it's, it's getting crazy right now. These Johan Santana rumors, I mean, is he going to the Mets? Is he going to the Red Sox? Is he going to the Yankees? Is, you know, yeah, is he going to sign an extension? I mean, it's crazy. And uh, it's seems like uh, there hasn't been that, that much progress in the Johan Santana rumors. No, and there hasn't been because... Uh, the twins, either the twins want too much or um, other teams don't want to offer the prospect. I mean, the Mets, we're going to do the deal with like a, a, like a bunch of five prospects, uh, but the Mets don't want to give Fernando Martinez, and that's a reason. I mean, yeah, yeah, the twins have uh, asked pretty ridiculous offer. They've asked for three of the Mets' top pitching prospects, which would be Mike Pelfrey, uh, Kevin Mulvey, and uh, Philip Humber, and they've also asked for both uh, prize outfielders, uh, Carlos Gomez and Fernando Martinez. Of All course, right, so one of them would take the place of Torrey Hunter in center field yeah, there. No doubt about that. I mean, the, and the uh, that's just be... too much. I mean, I think uh, two or three of the pitchers and uh, Fernando Martinez would should be enough to do the deal. I mean, uh, Santana, he's got one year left on his contract, and uh, right now he's in the prime of his career. It's not like uh, he's young, a young guy. He's like almost 30. 
And uh, I think the price is just a little bit too high for him. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. The Mets even offer. I mean, you, you got to consider him that next year will be a free as well. I mean, you're only going to be signing him for a one-year contract if you get him on uh, a trade. And that's what the Red Sox were a little bit uh, leaning against the deal. Um, we have a deal of a call on the line right now. It's 718 area code. What's going on? You're on the sports talk. We're eight on the clock. Hey, Doc. It's showdown. How's hey. it going? Hey, what's going on? Hey, I'd like to say, Showdown totally owns Doc. <laughs> Tech is greater than sports. Woo. Woo. Yeah. Technology is not greater than sports. Thanks for chiming in. So, uh, you got anything for us today? Um, let's see. I'd just like to say also that being Showdown, I'm a huge fan of the Giants. Woo, go Giants. Can't believe they made it. That's a great thing. There's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot of fun in Green Bay. I'm not sure who. Um, they were talking about it in the newspaper today about. No, Jesus, he sounds like a robot. I think he's trying to. Play. I think he's actually. I think he turns to a robot. I don't know. But they were talking, they were talking about it in the newspaper today, you know. You know, Giants, you know, that um, who would go, you know, pay $2,000 uh, to, to go to to go to Giants to see him. Um, I mean, not Giants. To go to. Um, uh, to to go to Lambeau Field uh, in the in the chilling weather uh, and I watch the Giants. I mean, that's really how much it, it, it'll cost between the game and between the, the airfare. It costs about two thousand dollars, two grand to go uh, to Green Bay. But you know what? He's a dedicated Giants fan. Or if we're made of money, and money goes on trees for us. What yeah, maybe not. You know what? Uh, it's amazing. Two thousand dollars to just go to a football game. I'd rather just watch it on TV with some buffalo wings, uh, some ranch dip with it. Yeah, uh, uh, a little bit. Under the fireplace. Sit on the couch and I'll lay, uh, sit my ass there for the night. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'd rather do, you know, instead of going to the... But again, these Giants fans are so into it, so... Again, yeah, Giants I mean, it's definitely uh, worth the trip to go down there. Yeah, I mean, uh, if uh, money's not an issue for you, then why not? But if yeah. it is, then... Yeah. Okay, we'll see you. We'll, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll take it. We have some more phone calls on the line. We'll take a quick break, and then we're going to come right back. And we're going to take some uh, more calls here on the Sports Docket with Ace Man and the Quad. The Sports Docket is not all sports. Neither is it all serious. We do get some laughs. Take sports a little bit here. We'll switch the NBA a little bit. So the season's just getting underway now. So, do you think, uh, we'll start with the meal this time. I think it's true or false. Will the San Antonio Spurs repeat as NBA champions? Um, you know, I'm tempted to say false because every year you can make a case why they shouldn't, but every year they seem to be the best team. But, uh, you know, I'm going to say probably. I'm going to say yes. They're true. They're going to repeat. My opinion is, I. My prediction is I think they're going to have a down year, and all of a sudden they're going to bring Evil and Gorion into the dressing room after everything. <laughs> they're going to peak at the right time and win it again. But they do. <laughs> Tony I think we would all peak if she walked into our locker room, you know, guys? <laughs> Tony Parker is a lucky man. I, yeah, I agree with that. I, they're, they're my favorite team just because of that. <laughs> When you watch those games in the NBA Finals, they show more shots of Evil and Gordon <laughs> yeah, exactly. than they uh, do with actually the players. Send something to that cameraman, am I right? <laughs> the smart man, he knows what the viewers That's want right. to watch. Exactly. <laughs> Welcome back to Sports Talk with Wednesday night. Sports Talk with Wednesday night. A little music for you. And you're tuning into the program. And again, we do have a call on the line, a 516 area code. You're on the Sports Talk with AC on the Quaff. What's going on? Hello? Hello? Hello, what's your name? Where are you calling from? 
think that's has been a bad line there, or maybe listen to American Idol. Uh, we'll try to call it back. We'll put him on mute for now. We'll try to put him on the air in a few minutes. Yes, we will. Five one six five zero nine number. If you're listening, uh, we just put you on the air. So uh, we'll try again in a few minutes to get you on the air. In yes, the meantime, yeah. I'll give you a hockey update uh, for uh, the Rangers and the Islanders. At the uh, second intermission at the Garden, uh, the Rangers are leading the Buffalo Sabres 2-1. to one. Yes. Uh, I'll try to get uh, the players who scored the goals. Uh, just give me a sec. So I believe um, the Islanders are still up on the Devils. The Islanders are still up uh, the Islanders. The Devils are uh, first place in the uh, Eastern Conference. The Islanders are up 2-0 uh, in that game. Um, Bill Guerin has scored a 16th goal for the Islanders, and Mike Stone number 11. And uh, for the Rangers, well, how, how the Rangers up two to one uh, in, in the uh, second intermission at the Garden. Uh, Peter Pruka and uh, Brendan Dubinsky both with uh, goals for the Rangers. So a couple of no names for the Rangers scoring, and uh, Bill Guerin uh, getting hot as of late. He's 16th for the Islanders. Also yeah, the Islanders uh, the around the NHL, Philadelphia leading Florida four to three. That game is in the second period. And also in the Western Conference, uh, not on the way at later, St. Louis at the Chicago Blackhawks. So two yeah. surprise teams there. They're both over 500. And uh, also yeah. there's uh, some games tonight in the NBA. I'll get you up there on those. Uh, the Knicks, of course, are playing the Nets in New Jersey. Tonight. Yeah, the big game in the NBA tonight. Of course, the Knicks are on a hot streak for them. Two games, uh, maybe the biggest hot streak of the year. Uh, right now, though, it's a, it's a tight one. Uh, New yeah, Jersey tight. on top, 55 to 52 at halftime. Uh, Vince Carter uh, with 14 points for the Nets. And uh, Jamal Crawford uh, leading the Knicks also. He has 14 as well. The Knicks are actually uh, down to the same. The Knicks actually uh, were trailing by 15 at one point in this game. They've cut it to three. Yeah, so, the Knicks um, were down early. That's but, uh, cool there's a lot of other games going on right now tonight as well. Um, some uh, Eastern Conference scores. Uh, Chicago Bulls up on Miami, 66 to 60. And uh, uh, Orlando Magic uh, at Charlotte, winning 70-70 there in the third quarter. And uh, the Portland Trailblazers, the, the surprising Trailblazers, uh, trailing Boston Celtics by just one. They're playing at Boston, so hitting their first little slide of the season. They three out of the last four. The Celtics actually lost of late, yeah. The New Orleans Hornets also are on top of the uh, Seattle Sonics, 37-24. to They just started the second quarter. And uh, the last score, uh, Milwaukee Bucks up 25-22, second quarter over the Atlanta, uh, Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, also, Steve, we're, we're, we're talking will, about uh, Yeah? Let me uh, just try, we'll try to get that call on the line again, the 516 number, 516-509 number. Uh, you're on the air, uh... You're with Ace Man of the Quas, so what's your name and where are you calling from? Hello. Yeah, uh, I think that's called. Hello? 516509 number, hello, are you there? I'm going to hang up on him. He yeah, he I think he's back in and then uh, we'll put him on the air. So uh, he's on the switchboard right now. If he decides to call back in, then uh, he can come back. Yeah, yeah. Steve, up. We were talking about before the NFL picks, and I, I predicted the uh, Patriots win 34-17. And, you know, Bill Belichick, um, running his evil empire in New England, had, some, had something to say about the Chargers and upcoming AFC Championship game this week. Hello, the audio, I don't know. Hello? Yeah, play the soundbite. Uh... Uh, some reason it's not probably working, but yeah, we, we will get it loaded for you. But yeah, basically he was, he was talking about you know um, whether Billy, whether Philip Rivers or Billy Volek plays, the Patriots are ready, you know, to. Face Bill Belichick's a little stick in the mud. He says the same thing every time. What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, once we get it loaded, we will play it. Um, but again, you know what? I really think now, you know, Eli Manning has been has been, you know, um, on the hot seat. Um, Really getting a lot of getting a lot of heat all season long, and you know with these last three games against the Patriots, Buccaneers, and uh, and of course against the Cowboys, he's, he's kind of quieted down that um, that heat. But you know what? Let's see what happens. Um, okay, so of course we uh, 
We also want to talk a little bit about American Idol. They started their seventh season last night on Fox. Yeah, and, Simon uh, Cowell. What are some of the things that Simon Cowell said last night? Well, you know, he was, um, you know, addresses, he said some funny things uh, during the show. Uh, you know, he was talking uh, to contestants. Of course, he, we all know he provides a lot of great, uh, a lot of nice uh, comments to people. And that's what he does. He's a nice guy. Uh, but, but anyway, yeah, Simon, right now, uh, Mecca is live. Uh, it's uh, season seven, so we will be. But yeah, that's. Uh, are you hearing me good? Yeah, yeah, you're fine. Uh, well, uh, I just want to bring back uh, one of the uh, classic American Idols guy, I guess, uh, to bring back the feel of American Idol. Um, you will remember this guy when you hear this song. I mean, okay, uh, this is absolutely hilarious. Alright, uh, let's hear it. Uh, this is, uh, if you remember, this is, uh, the guy by the name of, uh, William Hung. <laughs> uh, oh! <laughs> it was about, like, season three, maybe, something. One of the worst auditions ever. So this is a William Hung singing She Bangs, or Ricky Mark. Let's hear it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Turn it off. We're talking to a um, somebody who was singing uh, on the song called "My Way" last night, American Idol, and he um, and he told he said a very funny quote. He said, um, "Your audition reminds me of a nightmare I had last week." So, I mean, Simon, of course, uh, always there to advise. Although he's seemingly getting a little nicer, but again, I mean, American Idol now in season seven is uh, more horrific than ever. So. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, the I mean, How many dumb people will they have this year? The, did you see that last night, the uh, rocker? Who, uh, uh, I think I uh, it, but you know what? It was really funny. The middle fingers up. And uh, curse that Simon, you have a couple of those whack jobs every year. Yeah, you know what? No, this is, these people actually think got, they got talent, too. I and mean, that's what's even weird about it. And people think they got something there. I mean, you know, steroids not going to help you sing. <laughs> I, that's very true. It's very true. Uh, steroids yeah, so, will not help you sing. Uh, it can't. It actually uh, worsens you because uh, steroids uh, make you have a deeper voice. Yeah. So if like you want to sing, uh, don't take steroids. It's not good for you. <laughs> yeah. Roger Clemens is the perfect person to uh, to put to put that to the test. Yeah. Speaking of Roger Clemens, of course, he's gonna have his big hearing on uh, steroids, and it's a uh, big with him and Brian McMee thing. This uh, audio tape. It's uh, get. It's really ridiculous. Yeah, hold on. Uh, Roger Clemens, I think he took something. I don't know what it is. You don't quite know what to believe. But obviously, in uh, some of these seasons, he took something. His trainer wouldn't just make it up out of the blue. So I think, obviously, something is going on here. And uh, obviously, that phone conversation was pathetic. It was uh, uh, obviously uh, pre-recorded, uh, pre-taped, something like that. It was a scripted conversation. It wasn't real. Uh, I want to see these guys te- uh, have a testimony in front of Congress and see what they say. I think we have a call right now. Let me see. Uh, no, never mind. There's no call. I think we have a call right now. There's no area code. Let's call the computer. Hello? What's going on? You're on the sports doctor. It's in the clock. Hi, guys. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. All right, cool. I was calling before, but I couldn't get through. I just wanted to say I love the show, and uh, please don't go over to a uh, to, uh, webcam, because that would really kill it. Okay. And I heard you guys talking about my man Santana, and I couldn't pass up the opportunity to talk about him for a few seconds. So you a Twins fan, maybe? Oh, yeah. Limbrook, uh, Limbrook Twins fan, the only one. Nice. Zach oh, wow. Weisler. must be Zach Weisler. What's up? What's hey, going man? on, Zach? So, so I got to say, you know, I, you, I, you hear nothing about Santana now. He's, he's basically dead. With a month coming up, he looks like he's stuck with the Twins. And I'm pretty disappointed in the Yankees, especially Clatman, because... 
I think he, out of anybody else, would do whatever it takes to to get Santana over to our Yankees. And what's he doing? He's he's stuck because Hank now won't let him do it. I mean, get rid of him. I, I like I mean, George. I like George ten times better. George would have moved in two seconds. Now Hank is like starting to step in on this crap. This is really like pissing me off. Well, wait, so you so you want the Twins to trade Santana or not? No, but I mean, I if they, I don't think if they can afford to keep him, and if if we got to lose him, I'd rather see him come closer to us. And I'd like because I'd like the opportunity to maybe see him once in my lifetime. Uh, I prefer Santana. I'm a Santana fan over a Twins fan, and I think that. He can never get a move that'll be happy anywhere else. He much he said it himself. He wants to be at the Yankees. He wants to have the pinstripe on. Well, I think um, uh, you make some good points there. Uh, I think uh, that uh, he would be better suited in getting a trade from the Twins since they will not be able to afford to keep him, and he probably uh, most likely I would say 90% he would probably have to leave after the season. Um, the Yankees, uh, the Yankees, Mets, Red Sox. Nobody's willing to pull a trigger on the deal, whether it's the Minnesota GM. He's not getting enough in return, or whether it's the Yankees, Red Sox, and Mets who don't want to give up their top prospects. Um, so they're kind of being uh, picky with it. Uh, with uh, Johan, uh, he's one, obviously one of the best pitchers in baseball, but uh, it's going to cost you a lot to get him. And so, uh, so Zach, do you think uh, the Twins would be better suited with the prospects? I think if as long as their own is never is not willing to put his own money into it, they have to. I mean, they have to take almost like a, a Marlins approach at it. They have to go for the for the four hundred thousand dollar players that that are going to shape up amazing and then ship them out for a nice profit. Well, Santana's asking a lot of money. Do you think Twins are going to have this kind of money you know, to pay? I mean, he's asking for uh, not only a lot of money but a long term contract. Well, I think um, what they said. I think the Twins did say that they offered him. Uh, about what was it like a four or five year deal, about eighteen to twenty million per year, and uh, he didn't accept that. I think he wants a, a six seven year deal, and I don't think he wants to be uh, stuck in Minnesota because I think uh, he thinks they're kind of in a rebuilding stage right now. Well, not only that, but also my twins. Uh, they, he wants more than that. He he wants he wants. I think the last I heard was uh, upwards of thirty. He probably that six or seven. Well, he's not going to get that much. Put it that he's way. He's not. But that's he's what not he said. I think if it was up to Clapman, Clapman would give it to him. Clapman definitely would give him. He would give him. He would give up his entire bullpen. Are you I think, talking about Cashman, Brian Cashman? I'm sorry. I don't know why I said Clapman. I'm thinking of. <laughs> Who cares? It's only the Yankees, right? Uh, yeah, the Yankees. The Yankees. Well, because it's all Hank. Hank won't let him. I mean, the Yankees. He wants. He would give up his entire bullpen for him. I believe that. So, uh, wait, as a Twins fan, would you uh, take a trade of Philip Hughes? Uh, let's see, uh, maybe uh, Philip Hughes, Ian Kennedy. They they won't give up Jabba. So, Philip Hughes, Ian Kennedy, and maybe a guy like Robinson Cano, would you take that deal? For for Santana? For yeah. Santana. Yeah, you I, do I would. I mean, those are I mean, I think players. the Yankees should. I mean, well, if Philip Hughes is the main guy in the deal, it's another starting pitcher. So, you're right. basically trading a pitcher. The Yankees... From uh, their perspective, they're basically just trading a pitcher with potential uh, for a pitcher with uh, ace experience that you know is going to be an ace. Well, and then you have that as, in a, as a pro for the Yankees, and then as a pro for the Twins, they have a guy who's looking like he's going to be up and coming. He definitely has tons of potential, and he's going to be somebody that they can afford. I, I mean, definitely, yeah. Philip Hughes, I mean, he's going to get a minor league contract. He's got like minor league numbers for at least three years. So you'll have at least three years of uh, him basically uh, making minimum wage, right? Which in MLB terms, I mean, minimum wage is a you know a hefty penalty, a hefty uh, penny for most of us. But uh, it's about you know it's three fifty, four hundred thousand minimum wage. But compared to the millions that these guys are making, that's nothing. All right, well, uh, Zach, thanks for the phone call. You got anything else? Well, I think that's it. I uh, I can't All wait right, for man. the G-men to be destroyed this weekend and. Uh, <laughs> I'll see, you guys, I'll see you guys later. I'm going to continue listening. All right, thanks for the call. All right, Zach, for the call. We do have another call, I believe, right? 616, 616 number? 616 area code. Let's get the point What's going on? Hello? Hello? Hello, who's this? Hey, I just, I just want to know what the fuck you're talking about, the Lycus of Tigers. Okay, we're going to have a show in Thank you uh, for... What the hell was that? Word. I know... What? What was that? 
I have no idea what that was. I mean, you never know with this system. Again, <laughs> well, thanks uh, for posting our ratings, but no thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks for adding another call to our list. But anyway, yeah, I mean, we got five minutes left in the program. Here on the uh, we've had an interesting program tonight. <laughs> what? We've had an interesting program tonight. And people, no uh, you know, uh, call for nothing. People want to kill Brett Favre. <laughs> All, all kinds of things going on. We have uh, technology better than sports. You know, we have all kinds of things that's going on in our program tonight. But again, Joe? Well, uh, before we go, I just want to say uh, good luck to you Giants this weekend. It's going it's to be... Uh, Ethan I will be going away this weekend, though. I'm going to Lancaster, Pennsylvania for my dad's birthday. Nice. So happy birthday to him. Happy and uh, his friend as well. My dad's friend as well. His birthday's coming up soon. So we're hoping sure, both. I'm, I'm sure your dad was happy here that the... Uh, there is a new head coach in Miami. There's a new head coach in Miami. Uh, what the hell's his name? Uh, Sparino or something? Yeah, he's got Tony Soprano. But, yeah, the, so the Dolphins, maybe they could win more than a game next year. Yeah, <laughs> with the new head coach. Bill Parcells at the helm? Uh, yeah. yeah, Bill Parcells, of course, uh, football operations, the leader of football operations. Yeah, and, uh, 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 one last update from the local teams before uh, we uh, head off the air tonight. Yeah, we have a soft end. Uh, the uh, the uh, Islanders are in the third period with the Devils, still two nothing, fourteen minutes remaining, and the Rangers, uh, Buffalo, just underway in the third period. The Rangers are up two to one, and also <clears throat> the Knicks and the Nets are playing on uh, MSG and uh, also Yes Network. It's and in the, the third Knicks, quarter. They just started the third quarter, fifty-five to fifty-four. So. This one's going to be probably tight until the end. Yeah, the Knicks are really energized by the, uh, are inspired by the Giants. And they're, they're um, looking good lately, of course, too. A long way to go. They're only 11-26. and 26. Uh, They trailed the Celtics by um, 100 games in that division. So, I mean, there's still a lot for the Knicks to improve on. But, you know, you, lately, you like what you see from New York Knicks. Uh, uh, I mean, you know, they're a little bit... Uh... Their play is kind of, um, how do I say this, kind of uh, a little bit inspiring. They're playing a little oh. better, but obviously they're not going to win a championship with Isaiah Thomas at the helm. Yeah, I mean, well, basically, basically, the only thing that the Knicks play does lately is keep Isaiah Thomas off the uh, complete hot seat. Uh, All right, well, uh, we got three minutes left in the show. We want to thank everybody who called, everybody who listened. The next yeah, they have the sports docket. Should be uh, what is it? Maybe next Wednesday, maybe next Sunday, maybe next Thursday. We're not sure yet. Well, next not, it's gonna not be gonna be Sunday. Sunday. The next, it's not gonna be Sunday, but the next edition will be sometime next week. Uh, we'll let you know as the week goes along, and we will talk about the, uh, of course, the AFC Championship game and the NFC Championship game, how that went, yeah. and also you have games, uh, news and a hockey, of course, and uh, we'll take your phone calls once again. Uh, thanks well, for listening to the sports docket. Good luck to the Giants. Good luck uh, to uh, whoever wins the AFC Championship game. Uh, hopefully, the Super Bowl this year is uh, better than any other one. Yeah, no doubt. Like, last year was pretty nice. I thought with the Colts and the Bears, but Super Bowl 42 in Arizona. So the Giants get down there. They'll be playing some nice weather. Yeah, of course, football. Uh, finally, Glendale, Arizona. Beautiful. Uh, all. Uh, I think it's a retractable roof there in Arizona, so they may have it open for the Super Bowl. We'll see. Well, we will see. Of course, I'm going to end with a little song by uh, Finger 11, and we'll see, we'll see you next time, episode 28. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Uh, for Aceman, Stephen Ackman, and Easton Quasson, the Quas, there's no loss, and we'll see you next week. Let's go.
Love Talk Radio.